To defeat my enemy, I extinguish his life and consume him as I consume these flames. <laughs> you shoot me in a dream, you better wake up and apologize. <laughs> English, motherfucker, do you speak it? I thought you said he was a getaway driver. What the fuck can he get away from, eh? I'm gonna make him an offer again with you. Forget it, Jake, it's Chinatown. He pulls a knife, you pull a gun. He sends one of yours to the hospital, you send one of his to the morgue. That's the Chicago. That's how you get the ball. I heard you paint houses. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Brackets and B-Rolls, the podcast that brings together March Madness and movies in the best way possible. It's me. I'm part of your host, Fly Guy Ty, a.k.a. Ty. I said this every single episode, and I will continue to say it for the rest of this season. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. Um, go ahead. Co-host. Talk to him. Let's go ahead. Get right to it. What's up, guys? It's your boy, Quattro. I'm back on the mic. How you guys doing? It's been, it's been too long. It's been a minute. Uh, yeah. Sweet. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Technically, we haven't recorded in, well, I guess counting the Falcon and Winter Soldier episodes one and two and Zack Snyder Justice League review. We haven't recorded stuff for this season, which by the by the way, we never mentioned the season title, but the, the title of the season is Wise Guys and Mob Ties, which is why it's in every episode title. So if everyone was a little, if anyone was a little concerned or confused about that, that's what that is. Uh, yeah, so we haven't, we haven't recorded in a minute for this at least. Excuse me. Um, yeah, that's that's been pretty it's pretty weird. Going back and listening to these episodes that we recorded uh late last year, early this year. And I remember yeah, one of honestly. I remember one of them I said, Man, I bet this show won't come out in twenty twenty one and I'm just sitting there like, damn <laughs> right, yeah. I just listened to it the other day, I was like, Hey, damn, that, that did not happen. <laughs> And hey. you kept it in there. I was like, "Oh, damn, bro! You kept it in there too." <laughs> it's it's history, bro. Yeah, hey, man. Yeah, it's a it's a piece of history. It's uh letting the listeners know where we were mentally when we recorded these these yeah. episodes. But um, Rome how you wasn't been? built in the day. Bro, I've been Rome, good, bro. I've just been uh, been chilling. Day. Semester finally over. So on oh, to the shit. next. Oh snap! That's what's up. My semester is not over. I still got a couple weeks. Um, oh damn <laughs> yeah 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 but uh it's, it's well y'all got a spring break didn't you yeah 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 that's, so that's y'all yeah, that's I got, we didn't get one of those oh yeah nah they just they just they just really said fuck y'all hey bro hey but now we done <laughs> you're not so fuck you <laughs> <laughs> hey but how are you doing bro yeah that's how i was bro how are you hey man i'm pretty good uh got that second dose uh, the Vaxy Waxy. Got the oh. Vaxy Waxy? <laughs> I got the oh, Vaxy Waxy. You gonna grow a third arm. Bro, it's coming. It's coming. Third you arm, third, third eye. Arm. You, got, you got the chip. <laughs> you got chip. <laughs> I got the chip. <laughs> I mean, you said... <laughs> oh, man. I almost made a... I almost made a joke earlier. He said something about a third arm. I already got one of them, but I ain't gonna get into that. Uh, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> This is a, this is, I mean, it's not a family-friendly show, this but like, right? This come is on. definitely not a family show. Hey, hey, don't do this. <laughs> don't do this. Oh man, but um, 
Yeah, man, I'm straight. I'm uh, I'm all good. You know, got that waxy waxy. Like I said, that's like about your third arm, you nut. (laughs) Can't be straight. (laughs) (laughs) No, man, I'm all good. Um, got a couple weeks left in the semester. Got some got some assignments. I'm still trying to knock out. But uh, outside of that, man, I'm all good. I'm all good. It's a lot of. A lot, a lot of great, a lot of news going on in the world. I almost said great news. Some of it is just news. Um, yeah, Derek Chauvin got convicted. That was cool. Hey, shout out, shout out, Derek. Well, not shout out. Whoa, Derek, what? But, uh, <laughs> shout, shout out the <laughs> shout out the prison system that's gonna take him in here soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, shout out, shout out, uh, shout out them. Uh, Big yeah, big ups bro, to convicted my dog. Big ups to the wow. He's not my just, dog. You just bro. really want to be his friend, huh? Bro, bro, you shout him out, calling him your dog, bro. He don't like, want to be my friend. Oh no, sir. Bro, I'm not shouting out there, y'all, man, bro. <laughs> just, hey, but, hey, still work to be done, though. Still work to be done. Amen, brother. Amen. But uh, let's go ahead and turn our attention away from the outside world. Come to our bubble that we call Bracks and B rolls. Uh, before we get started, though, got to hand out a business out on the tip top. Uh, so you guys can start off by leaving us five star ratings and reviews on the Apple Podcast app. It's a great way for us to get organic exposure. Uh, helps people find the show. You know, when we, who knows, if we get enough of those, we might end up on the new and noteworthy uh, tab, slide, whatever you call that thing. Uh, that, that'd be cool. Uh, but moving on, I hope everyone's been enjoying uh, Wise Guys and Mob Ties this this far, uh, thus far. Uh, I know it's been an, it's been a, a joy for myself to go back and listen to it. Actually, I'm lying. I every time I go back and listen, I'm like, wow, I'm I wish I think these are so bad. And then people are like, no, nah, like we actually like it. And I'm like, oh snap, that's dope. Like I've actually I haven't had a chance to talk to you about it, uh, Cyrus. But there have been a they good. Don't use my of... government on the cash, bro. Come on, it's Quattro. Use bad. my pseudonym. My bad, my bad. Uh, I haven't had a chance to talk to you about it. Quattro. Uh, there have been quite a few people who have expressed uh, interest and delight in the show. A couple people, in fact, who don't even aren't even like movie people, but have like said like, "Oh, damn!" Like listening to y'all talk about them makes me want to watch them. And I was like, "Bro, that's kind of cool. That's pretty tight. That's great." I hope yeah. we ain't spoil it for him. You know? <laughs> we spoiled a lot of those movies for them. Uh, honestly, we did, but I think the comment, the consensus has been like. We talk about so many movies, and we just we're using so many names, and it's like they kind of blur together. So like yeah. they're probably not going to remember what we talked about. And plus, in the most recent episode, episode six, uh, horny warning, which came out as of, the- <laughs> you don't need to post that clip on this. I meant to stick you for that earlier. I was like, well, why do you do this to me? I was like, hey, bro, come on, <laughs> don't do this. Bro, I was going through listening for the episode title. I was like, bro, this is a perfect title. Um, but yeah, no, this is... Uh, wait, where was I going with that? Um, uh, you said in the I, most recent episode... Oh, yeah, in the most recent episode, were... I uh, blurb, I censored out some spoilers because we were talking about The Irishman. And I felt that... So, some of this... I feel like we did a good job of avoiding spoiling like the really big stuff for most of those movies. Mm-hmm. And I, I managed to take out most of the spoilers for... Most of the big spoilers that is for that movie, so I think I think I covered our ass pretty well. But um, basically, 
By this point, I'm surprised if anyone doesn't get what the show is, but I'm just going to recap it for anyone who just so happened to decide to listen to this episode without going from the beginning. Um, this Brackets and B-Rolls is a show where we wanted to take any given genre of film and take uh, a random set of movies from that genre, uh, preferably movies of high regard, and then put them in a tournament and determine who wins, like I.E., March Madness style for sports fans, uh, basically any tournament format. Uh, that so that's that's basically the conceit behind this show. Uh, now, as for what's going on now at this point, because we've the past six episodes, we were just reviewing everything. Uh, we reviewed, we started out with twenty six movies. We reviewed all twenty six of those in the past six episodes. If you haven't, uh, go check those out. If you want to hear our thoughts on any of those movies. Uh, now, we're about to go ahead and start the tournament. Originally, we had recorded all 12 of these episodes, because this was supposed to come out in 12 episodes, um, back in, I'd say around January. But then, technical difficulties, and I'm an idiot, happened, and we lost the last six. So, the first six that y'all heard were what we recorded way back. Now, you're hearing these last episodes after the fact, because, as I said, technical difficulties, and I am indeed an idiot. Um, and in, and so for the sake of our sanity and uh, time, we're going to reduce this last six episodes into two. So, or sorry, three. Three. So instead of having... Oh, I was, about to say, I was like, you told me three. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> no, like no, no. this meeting, I missed that. <laughs> no, no, no. So instead of having 12 episode season, episode or season one will be a nine episode season. But from here on out, we hope to go for 12. Uh, but... Who knows? Maybe we'll decide this is the way we want to do it. As of now, though, uh, so that's basically handling everything that needed to be explained at the beginning. I think we're ready to go ahead and hop into it. Uh, oh, just a brief explanation um, as to what these last three episodes will be. Um, so this episode, we're going to do the Sweet 16, all of it. We're going to do all eight matchups. We have, in, in the last episode, I announced the seedings, so 1 through 16, all those movies will be paired against each other in tournament fashion. And today we're going to talk about and debate through kind of, sort of, because we already know it won. Uh, we're going to do that in this episode. Episode 8, we're going to do the Elite 8 and the Final Four. And then in Episode 9, we're going to do the Championship. In addition to something else, but we're going to hold on to that. We're not going to tell you guys what that is until Episode 9 comes out. So, without further ado, that's enough rambling, that's enough explanation, let's go ahead and get into the nitty gritty, let's go ahead and get ready to get started. Are you ready, Quattro? Yerp. Yes, fucking sir, let's go. So, matchup number one, uh, let's not dilly-dally, we got On the Waterfront, the number one seed, versus the number 16 seed, Gangs of New York. On the Waterfront, released in 1954, directed by Elliot Kazan, written by Bud Schulberg, starring Marlon Brando, Carl Madden, Lee J. Cobb, and Rod Steiger. You don't understand. I could have had class. I could have been a contender. I could have been somebody instead of a bum, which is what I am. Let's face it. And we have Gangs of New York, released in 2002, directed by Martin Scorsese. Written by Stephen Zylon, Jay Cox, Kenneth Logeron, Logeron, I believe, however you say that, and Herbert J. Asbury, starring Leonardo DiCaprio, Daniel Day-Lewis, Cameron Diaz, and Liam Neeson. 
know how I stayed alive this long, all these years. Fear. The spectacle of fearsome acts. Somebody steals from me, I cut off his hands. He offends me, I cut out his tongue. He rises against me. I cut off his head, stick it on a pike. Raise it high up so all in the streets can see. That's what preserves the order of things. So, matchup number one. I'm going to go ahead and just, just off, off rip. I'm going to say I think On the Waterfront should go forward because Gangs of New York, if I'm being honest, only made it, in my opinion at least, only made it this far because of its name. Because it literally has the word gangs in it. That's the only reason I that's the only reason I that's the only reason I wanted to put it in the sweet sixteen at all. And right. it is it's the number got 16. vestiges of crime. Uh yeah, yeah. It's got vestiges. It was murder in like the first scene. There was yeah, there was literal like double homicide. Yeah, double homicide. Mm. But um You're I, I think I'm gonna agree with you. Like gangs when you Gangs and uh, you just caught it. I was wondering yeah, if he's gonna catch yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, you're a fucking fool. Bro. <laughs> but but uh, on the waterfront, uh, not on the waterfront. Gangs of New York goes hella hard. Like, I got love that movie. It was really good. Um, Cameron Diaz, magnifique. Um, but yeah, on the waterfront, like what it? We won't have this list without on the waterfront, which is like it, that does a lot for me. And then, like, I really enjoyed that movie. Just the characters, the story. Just really good movie. I definitely agree that it should go forward. All right, good. I'm glad we're on the same page here. Uh, now, moving on to matchup number two. We got the two seed, Goodfellas, versus the 15 seed, The Gentleman. Goodfellas, released in 1990, directed by Martin Scorsese, written by Martin Scorsese and Nicholas Pileggi, starring Ray Liotta, Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci, and Lorraine Bracco. As far back as I could remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. And we have The Gentleman, released in 2019, directed by Guy Ritchie, written by Guy Ritchie, Maren Davies, and Ivan Atkinson, starring Matthew McConaughey, Charlie Hunnam, Henry Golding, and Michelle Dockery. things two things first thing um this season one of my greatest joys has been like listening to you pronounce these italian ass names <laughs> it has been a true it's been a true it's been a true journey for me <laughs> and then secondly bro guy richie's got another movie coming out like next month next month starring I, knew, Jason Statham. I oh it yes i saw the trailer for it it doesn't look like uh, a snatch or the gentleman but it does yeah. look it looks more like it's like a transporter style movie like uh mm. like uh you know you, 
I don't. Even I think I just seen. I don't think I seen the trailer. I think I just saw the poster and I was oh. like, "Oh, Guy Ritchie, I'm gonna check it out." Yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch it. But um, I don't know if you're familiar with like the subgenre that is like the Jason Bourne movies, like the Transporters, the Equalizers, like the John Wicks, like where you just have like a, a lone man who like is has these has training is has is skilled and yeah. able to take on people by himself and that's basically what i can remember of the trailer i've seen all of those except transporter but yeah so yeah it's it's based on what i remember from the trailer i think that's like what it's going to be so take that for what you i mean know. i figured jason statham like what else is he gonna be doing so i mean <laughs> it's not definitely ain't gonna be no drama so well he fucking did it's gonna snatch, be action remember? movie or something bro he did do snatch this is true but like was he the best part of snatch uh, you know, so <laughs> fair, fair enough. Uh, debatable. But you want me to like give my pick, or you want to give yours first? Yeah, go ahead, kick us off. Which one? Which one you thinking? What do you? Uh, y'all are about to like hate me, but I'm gonna go gentleman straight up. What the I'm gonna fuck? Go, I'm gonna go gentleman straight up, cause like here's here's my here's my thing with Goodfellas. For me, I didn't like Goodfellas was straight, but I really enjoy the gentleman a lot more. And like I think the gentleman is. A hair better solely for the fact that like the way the story is told and like the characters are really dynamic. I just think I, I, I like the gentleman to go <coughs> forward. Excuse me. Uh and here I And am. also Goodfellas, I don't like Ray Liotta in that movie at all. Like he's probably my least favorite part of that movie. Uh same, but here I am having to defend a movie that I'm almost always on the opposite side of. Um I have made it clear almost every time we talk about Goodfellas that I think it's overrated. It's not Martin Scorsese's Bruh, best then movie. Vote, then vote with me. But, like, I Come can't. Come to the gentleman's side. I, I can't. Because, like, we need... I, I really... We don't need Goodfellas, bro. I, I would personally... Are we not gentlemen ourselves? Really, nigga? <laughs> God, that was so stupid, Bruh, Like, I wow. mean, okay. <laughs> I'm, I, I, I can't in good conscience let a let a movie like Goodfellas lose in the first round to the gentleman. Only because while I definitely like the gentleman more than Goodfellas, like I, the gentleman is way more fun to watch. Like everyone, everyone talks about Goodfellas as like, oh, there's really fun gangster epic that's like just it's it's flashy and it's and it's entertaining and i'm like that's not good like that's it's fine like i had a decent time watching i wouldn't it. say flashy I'm yeah sorry. it's definitely okay. not flashy like it's just yeah I, I don't know i don't know where that comes from i all i know is i can't in good conscience let it go uh, but see here's earth. the thing though you always say, oh, this is bringing movies of march madness together you think anybody thought that oral roberts was going to beat the gators Hell no! Nah. That's why they call it a Cinderella story. Let good, let the gentleman be a Cinderella story. Uh, but bro, I feel like we'll have, I feel like we'll have another Cinderella story somewhere. I can't say that for certain. I don't See? remember. But, but why, why get that the other chance when you had this perfect matchup right here that can help you start this up? Uh, I mean. And and I know like the, we talked like I think it was just last episode or two episodes ago we talked about Goodfellas and we talked about the last forty five minutes the helicopter scene which is amazing, but like the ending of Gentleman is also very very good. I'm per- personally I'm taking the ending of Goodfellas over the ending. Oh of yeah, Gentleman. I would too. 
but like they both have good endings. Gentle, not gentlemen, Goodfellas being better, but still, the gentleman is just yeah. And that cast, the cast, Matthew McConaughey. Who? Well, then again, the cast of Goodfellas is like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know, man. I, I can't. I don't think. I don't think the gentleman's better than Goodfellas. Like as much as I think Goodfellas is overrated, I still think the gentleman. I still think Goodfellas is a really good movie. I think the gentleman's also good, but I don't think it's really good. Like I think technically, gen- the uh, sorry, technically Goodfellas is like top notch, top tier. That's one of the reasons why it's such a well regarded movie. Whereas the gentleman. It is really, really cool and really well done, but I do think that there is some. I don't think it's as tight as Goodfellas is. I don't know how we get past this, Ty. This is this is you, tough. You, you're not budging. Uh, I don't. I think I can budge, man. The gentleman is just that good to me, and then I just feel like. I feel like it is that type. I feel like the story in, in Goodfellas, because of the different time jumps, it's kind of not paced as good as The Gentleman. The Gentleman, even though it's not linear, it's still like you can follow the story a little bit easier than The Goodfellas. I feel like they could have expanded on a couple more things that really make the narrative a lot more tight. Mm. You gonna have to move, bro. I'm not moving. But what so. I'm saying is, like, the gentleman, the first like 15 minutes of it, you barely know. You don't really get what's going on because Fletcher and uh, uh, Hugh Grant's character, fucking, what's that dude's name? Fletcher is Charlie Hunnam's character, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fletcher is Charlie. Or no, no, I'm dumb. Ray is Charlie Hunnam's character. Fletcher is Hugh Grant's mm-hmm. character. Fletcher, well, I, I was, I was going, I was on the right track. In the first 15 minutes of The Gentleman, Fletcher is like some kid hopped up on sugar with ADHD. Like, you don't really get what the fuck he's saying. You don't understand what's going on. And it takes, like, a few minutes to really grasp, like, oh, this is what's going on. I mean, on. yeah, but, like, good, good fellas, the first 15 minutes, he, he literally explains to you what's going on like a book. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> all my life I wanted to be a gangster. And Boom. as much as I think Goodfellas is overrated, I do I can't deny that's an icon like that is that is a really good opening, at least in my opinion. Like I think just like the fact that it opens that way and then like Which truck- I don't understand. You like that movie and the what was it? The it was in this it was in this in the season. What was it? Fuck. Uh, oh damn really it. A Bronx trying- Tale really starts almost exactly the same way. Oh, you're so <laughs> sick. You act like I'm that's not the, sick. Yes, the fuck you are. You, they I can't start believe you just compared si- a Bronx Tale to fucking Goodfellas. Well, let's remember you're in the minority with the Bronx Tale. I still think it's good. No, the hell you do. The way you castrated that movie when we talked about it. Bro, I gave it a decent rating. I think I gave it like a six or a seven. You still talk some shit. You talk a lot of shit. I mean, I, I did only- too. But, I only talk shit because it sounded like you were damn sucking its dick. Like, you were just... Oh, my God. It was good. Just, Fuck. Can, can I not like a coming-of-age story? Shit. Bro, you cannot tell me that them child actors and teen actors were not atrocious. Like, just horrendous. Like, down... God-awful. Bro, they weren't the best. Oh, you know. they weren't the best. <laughs> they weren't the best, my ass. Gotta have room to grow. 
Bruh. <laughs> you know good but look, bro. I might be willing to move because of iconicism. Yes, I think I think I think that's what we also need to consider here. The gentleman then just again, came out. It's not right. Even... We, when are we gonna have that time? We gonna do this again in twenty years, and then the gentleman will be you know have its notoriety. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe in twenty years, people will have seen the gentleman, and the gentleman will be getting the love that Goodfellas does in twenty years. Who fuck knows? I'll go Goodfellas. Yeah, yes, yeah, sir. Well, I'll, I'll, I don't want to say that I'll give you the next one because I don't know what the fuck we got next. Uh, but we'll, this we'll, was pretty we'll easy, see. low key. We got we'll this. see. <laughs> oh, the next one. Uh, all yeah. right, so we got coming up next uh, matchup number three: it's the three seed Pulp Fiction versus the fourteen seed Snatch. Uh, Pulp Fiction released in nineteen ninety four, directed by Quentin Tarantino. Written by Quentin Tarantino and Roger Avery, starring John Travolta, Samuel L. Jackson, Uma Thurman, and Bruce Willis. Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. <laughs> and we got Snatch, released in 2000, directed by Guy Ritchie, written by Guy Ritchie, starring Jason Statham, Brad Pitt, Stephen Graham, and Vinnie Jones. What? You saying I can't shoot? Oh, no, Tommy. I wasn't saying you can't shoot. I know you can't shoot. What I was saying is, that six-pound piece of shit stuck in your trousers there would do more damage if you fed it to him. Holy shit, bro, I just realized Stephen Graham is Jason Statham's, like, the sidekick in, in Snatch. You remember that guy? The it's dude... Not, it's, it's been a minute. Is that the dude with the hat with the kind of longish hair with the goatee? Uh, no, I think I know the, you're talking about. He's the one that like gets finessed out of buying like he's trying to like buy an RV or something, and like the gypsies sell him like um, sell him something. They they basically finesse him out of the money, and then uh, Jason Statham's character is like, "What the fuck? Like you're an idiot." Yeah, no. Ah, what was well, it? What was it, what was the name of his character? I I can't tell you. I'll look it up right now. But all I'm saying is. It just it just occurred to me because Stephen Graham is also Tony Pro in The Irishman, and that's just in my head. Because... Oh, Tommy! Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, that fucker. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stephen, yeah, yeah. He played uh, the other teamster that was trying to go against Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Raw. I like him. It was. It, it's funny because I was listening to episode six, um, Horny Warning. The Return of the Jedi. Oh shit! Here we go again. No, jackass. <laughs> Oh, I hate you so much. No. Uh, fucking, I was listening to episode six of Wise Guys and Mob Ties, and we were talking about that scene between uh, Pacino and Graham, uh, Hoffa and Pro, and how... Please tell me it's the one about where he was not wearing... He's wearing shorts to him. Yeah, that one. Yes. Love that scene. Yeah, yeah, And I had just forgotten. I was like, oh, shit, that's the guy. Uh, but that's that literally has nothing to do fucking with this matchup. Movie. You dumb motherfucker. Fuck that! Just fucking man. That's it's it's awesome. It's awesome. Uh, but that has nothing to do with these matchups. What you thinking uh, as far as this one? Because I already know I'm gonna keep it a butt with you. Um, Pulp Fiction walk so Snatch can walk kind of behind it because it's not better than Pulp Fiction. Yeah, fuck no. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely Pulp Fiction. I think what's hard about this matchup is like both of these movies really 
very narrowly fit the mold of this season. But like because they are so heavy in crime, like they 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 narrowly make it in there. But yeah, Pulp Fiction is dare I say a perfect ass film. Like it's so fucking good. I mean, I don't think that's daring to say. I I'm very outspoken in my belief that Pulp Fiction is perfect. Yeah, but you also stroke Quentin Tarantino's dick. Let's, let's oh my god, you, you do, it? you do. Because the I mean, man is a genius. What are you talking about, bro? He is, but like that still makes you jaded, whether it's true or not. No, cap. What are you talking about? <laughs> whether it's true or not, bro, it still makes it jaded. False. It does, man. bro? Yes. What the hell? I think. Okay, perfect example. I love chocolate cake. I think chocolate cake is a perfect ass cake. But you hate chocolate. But it makes me jaded talking about chocolate cake because I think it's perfect cake. See, that's not a, I don't like I don't know how to combat that, but I know that's not a good example. It's a like, great it's example. Just... That's why you don't know how to combat it, because it's a great example. But as I was saying, oh, um gosh. Pulp Fiction is very good. Like it's definitely better than Snatch. Although Snatch is really good, it's funny. But Pulp Fiction is even better and a lot more funny. So yeah, it's it's a pretty easy bet that, you know. Pulp Fiction continues on in this tournament. Yeah, I, I think... But I think... Oh, my bad. Oh, it, no, you're good. What will kill it is that how narrowly it fits into this to this uh, season this is what will probably kill it moving forward. Honestly, but, like, my thing is, I don't think it fits that narrowly. Because, one, we have the crime portion, and, two, they, like, they're referenced loosely as gangsters. Like, John Travolta, Samuel L. Jackson, like, they are gangsters, like... Uh, Marcellus Wallace, he's a, a, a basically. I'd say they're more enforcers, but yeah, I get what you're saying. I mean, they literally call themselves gangsters, so like I don't really know. At at that point, it's just semantics, it, it, from what I can tell. But hey, true. I can they see what you're saying. Smart ass. S e m a n t i c s. Okay, all right. One more thing. Hit, hit us with that Ezekiel verse. I know you know it. <laughs> Bro, I got it on a poster <laughs> in here somewhere. Where that? You read the Bible, Greg. Yes. Oh, there's this passage I got memorized. Sort of fits this occasion. Ezekiel 25, 17. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the inequities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and the finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. I love, I love getting it. Every, every chance I get to use that shit, I'm gonna fucking use that, because that... Hey, that's true. Hard. We're gonna hey, be the next season not talking about nothing like about gangsters. You know, put that in. I'm be like, what is it, <sighs> <laughs> bro? I'm gonna get that shit tatted on my butt cheek. All right, <laughs> there you go. We talking about your Johnson, not your butt cheek. Anything else you want to talk about? Oh man, oh man. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, it's a, it's not a. Unfortunately, snatch is up against a juggernaut here like snatch had a good season but um it just so happened to go up against uh one of its predecessors something that like i said pulp fiction walked so snatch could walk a little bit behind it because the phrase is typically like something walked so the other thing could run 
indicating that like whatever walked could walk so the run thing could be faster or better but like snatch isn't better than pulp fiction so pulp fiction basically ran so snatch could like jog to try and keep up behind it because it's not as good but it's great snatch is indeed great you need to shut the fuck up great film guy Ritchie is awesome and he definitely takes from what i can tell at least he gets a lot of his inspiration from qt but uh moving on stop we're not nigga what nigga what i call him qt that's not that's not weird that's normal okay nope Mm -mm. okay tarantino's that are you cool with that today you got me your phone have you talked what's the last time you talked to him all right bro my bad right Quentin Tarantino. Okay, don't apologize to me. Apologize to the viewers of Quentin Tarantino. Uh, uh, my fault, listeners. I'm sorry for referring to Quentin Tarantino as QT. Mr. Tarantino, I'm sorry for referring to you as QT instead of by your name. <sighs> anyway. Hey, that's all you had to do, bro. I respect that. <laughs> Takes a man to admit when you're wrong. Man, fuck you. <laughs> Matchup number four, man. We got uh, the number four seed Reservoir Dogs. Going up against the number 13 seed, American Gangster, Reservoir Dogs, released in 1992, directed by Quentin Tarantino, written by Quentin Tarantino and Roger Avery, starring Harvey Keitel, Tim Roth, Michael Madsen, and Chris Penn. Hey, Joe. Want me to shoot this guy? Shit. (laughs) You shoot me in a dream, you better wake up and apologize. And we got American Gangster, released in 2007. Directed by Ridley Scott, written by Steven Zylon and Mark Jacobson, starring Denzel Washington, Russell Crowe, Chiwetel Ejiofor, and Josh Brolin. Most important thing in business is honesty, integrity, hard work, family. Never forgetting where we came from. Thank you, Sean. So you are what you are in this world. That's either one or two things. Either you're somebody, or you're nobody. Be right back. This is a tough one for me, off top. This is incredible. Yeah, man, me too. This is incredible. Just because, just because, I love American Gangster, and is it being the only black-led film we have here? It's just. Bro, what are, what are you doing, dog? You're about what to start you... stroking. I know. I know you are. Bro, cap. <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> anyway, I love American Gangster. It's one of the, it's the only black-led film we have here. Uh, Denzel Washington is perfect in this. I think the only thing that... Um, I think this is probably up there with... I'd, I'd say Training Day is my favorite performance from him. But this is close second, close third, maybe. Um but it's got some issues. It's not a perfect movie. It's got issues. We discussed that in our last in our last episode where we reviewed American Gangster slightly, or not slightly. We uh, we spoke yeah. about American Gangster, uh, and it's it's got its issues. It's not perfect. Whereas Reservoir Dogs is far closer to perfect than American Gangster is, in my opinion. Um, I think American. I think Reservoir Dogs is as close to being perfect without being perfect, and even then, it might be like if someone if someone tried to have an argument with me an argument with me that reservoir dogs was uh, tarantino's best movie or it's a five-star film at the least i would not necessarily be opposed to that argument because it is you say that it's his best movie or his top five uh oh no what i uh like either his best movie or like a 
or like a five star, like a like a perfect film, oh. like a ten out of ten. Uh, I mean, it's in my. He only has nine movies, so it's not hard to crack yeah. his top five. But what I'm saying is, I don't think it's like it, it's not my uh, favorite movie from his. I don't think it's his best movie. Um, and it's in, in fact, I think it's like my fifth from him actually. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Looking. Yeah, it's definitely my fifth. But I mean, if someone wanted to make that argument, I am not going to think they're crazy. Like I definitely think Reservoir Dogs has a space. I will. <laughs> I think Reservoir. There's a conversation to be had about the greatness that is Reservoir Dogs. But where does it fall in his film? Is it? It's, it's his first. first. Yeah, that's first. His, okay. that's his that's debut. That is his debut. Perfect. The hell of a debut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, he he really made a splash with that one, and then Pulp Fiction really just fucking blew everyone's socks off, and then right. Jackie Brown didn't do as well. But I still think Jackie Brown's great. Uh, so, what are you, what are you thinking? Man, this is tough. This is so tough. Because, I mean, the, the opening scene of Reservoir Dogs alone mm. is just fucking phenomenal. Right. But Denzel is Frank Lucas. Oh, man. Fuck. Ah. Reservoir Dogs. I got to go Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. Here's why. I think it's just kind of like what you said. It's just so much better. And it's almost a perfect film. And American Gangster has its issues. I think the I think Russell Crowe kind of weighs that movie down for me, uh, American Gangster, mm-hmm. and literally just everybody is strong. And then the twist at the end of Reservoir Dogs is really strong. It's just such a great movie. And the cast: Quentin Tarantino, Harvey Keitel, Tim Roth, Michael Madsen, Chris Penn, everybody ate. <clears throat> and the ambiguity of the, of the entire movie was really well done. Just everything about the movie is great, and it has just less issues than American Gangster. Which is why I have to go Reservoir Dogs. I, I'm right there with you, man. Uh, it's it's a tough one. It's a tough, tough pill to swallow. It sucks that the only black led film is not better. But I mean, hey, it is yeah. what it is. We gotta it move on. It is. It's still a great movie. Still made it this far. Uh, definitely singing its praises. Um, and listening back to our review of it, it makes me want to rewatch it. I ended up buying it, so definitely gonna be rewatching that soon. Uh so matchup number five. We got the five C, The Departed. Versus the 12 seed, The Untouchables. Uh, we have The Departed, released in 2006, directed by Martin, Martin Scorsese, written by William Monaghan, Alan Mock, and Felix Chong, starring Jack Nicholson, Leonardo DiCaprio, Matt Damon, and Mark Wahlberg. When are you going to take Costello, huh? I mean, what's wrong with taking him on any one of the million fucking felonies that you've seen him do or I've seen him do? I mean, I mean, he murdered somebody, right? The guy fucking murders somebody and you don't fucking take him. What are you waiting for, honestly? I mean, do you want him to chop me up and feed me to the poor? Is that what you guys want? No, yeah, well, that might stick. Will you shut up? We are building a case, and it takes time. You know that. Something's wrong. I'm, I'm telling you, something's wrong. Yeah, maybe. And then The Untouchables, released in 1987, directed by Brian De Palma, written by David Mamet, Oscar Fraley, and Elliot Ness, Starring uh, Kevin Costner, Sean Connery, Charles Martin Smith, and Andy Garcia. I want you to get this fuck where he breathes. I want you to find this Nancy boy, Elliot Ness. I want him dead. I want his family dead. I want his house burnt to the ground. I want to go to the middle of the night. I want to piss on his ass. I know you. So you remember about two matchups ago where you said you might have to give me the next one? Surprise, motherfucker. God damn it. Hey, it's time to cash in. No! I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not moving off of the Untouchables. 
Ain't Bruh. happening. Ain't oh happening. my god. Ain't happening. Bro, you're sick. Jesus Christ himself could have started the departed. But I'm going the Untouchables. Oh my god. The Untouchables is an amazing film. And really, <sighs> when I listened back to our episode where we talked about this movie, really your biggest and most notable complaint about that movie was the fact that they underutilized the good actor. That's not my biggest yes. and most that's not yes. my, that's not my biggest complaint with the movie. That is a complaint I have with the movie. But you mentioned it a lot. Well, because it's fucking relevant, okay? I mean, it's relevant, but like I mean, the man signed up. He, the man, ain't nobody have a gun in his head telling him to be Al Capone for that movie. Oh my god! If he obviously he didn't feel under, didn't feel underutilized. Well, because he probably probably backed up the fucking money truck to his door. That's probably why he didn't feel underutilized. Hey, hey, That's... how much is your sell? How much your soul on sale for? <laughs> oh my god, bro! I'm talking about. I'm not even blaming De Niro. I'm blaming the fucking production crew who felt the need to cast De Niro like why the hell would you cast such a big name how we know De Niro didn't audition he could have auditioned in 1987 I guess I guess I don't know if he's actually uh no I'm I'm gonna stay right now I don't think by 19 I think by 1987 De Niro is getting calls I don't think he's I don't think he's going out and auditioning anymore Bro, even Oscar winners still audition. Of course they audition, but like the likely, like, hey, we there's no way we'll know unless we look it up and perhaps that information is out there. But I'm just yeah. gonna go out on a limb here and say I don't think he auditioned for this. Like I don't. I think what they did was they got on the phone with his agent with him. And they were like, "Yo, Bobby, uh, you come come be in our movie." And then he was like, "Fuck it, how much you paying me?" And then they said, "I'm sure some exorbitant amount of money." And then they were, he was like, bet. And the movie got made. So. Yeah. And he, he and in the limited role he was in, he did a very good job. You're damn right he did. But that doesn't change the fact that, in fact. And so did Kevin it. Costner and Sean Connery and Charles Martin Smith and Andy Garcia. Cast stacked. The Canadian Mountie scene, amazing. Uh, the final, uh, not the final, the, the train station scene with the stroller going down the stairs. Another amazing scene. That is that is that is probably my favorite scene in the whole movie. Or yeah, up man. there with my favorite. And I'll be I'll be I'll be honest. I'll be I'll be fair. Uh I do want to rewatch the Untouchables um just for your sake, because there's something that you got that I didn't for some reason. And Wow, wait a minute, wait a minute, you sound like I'm stupid compared to you. What the well, hell? Obviously, I, there's something in it. I ain't catch you. If anything, I sound like the dumbass in this equation because you caught it and I didn't. So, like, I gotta be the idiot here. I guess. I guess that makes sense. Either I'm the idiot, or you just catch a shit that ain't to be caught. That ain't there to be caught. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see. Uh, upon my rewatch, I just, I cannot believe that. You don't have to because I'm not moving off okay. the untouchables. Fine, we'll be here all day. fine, fine, whatever. I, I said it. I said I fucked myself. I shot myself in the foot and said I'd do it, and here I fucking am. Oh my gosh, The Departed is so good. It is good, but like I really don't think it it is as good as The Untouchables. It's good, you know, but I just think you only think this because you only think this because Kevin Costner is a top five white dude. 
That has nothing to do with it, but okay. If you want to <laughs> add race in there, I mean, that that's not what this show's about, but it's okay. I mean, it's all good. Sean Connery's also a top five white dude, but he's top ten white dude. He's dead now, but... <laughs> Rest in peace, Sean Connery. But... Nigga, you're the one that said that shit in the first place. I only, like, that's a reference bro, to a... Superman's dad and James Bond. Like, bro. <laughs> like, bro. <laughs> I was only I was making a reference to a, a, a thing that you previously said. In fact, I think they don't you reference said it. The things I said. Don't reference the thing I said. Don't reference me no more. I don't do that. Hey, cite cite me in the bibliography. APA nigga. I, I don't. You better not use easy bib. <laughs> I, if I annotate that whole hundred fifty words minimal. <laughs> Why does this relate to the topic? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, bro. Anyway, any fucking way. Um, Good job to the Untouchables for moving forward. Alright, next matchup. Yeah, bro. I guess fucking next. God. Wow, man. Like, just for, just for fucking context. I gave The Departed a 9 out of 10. 4 out of 5 out of 4 and a half stars out of 5. I gave The Untouchables a 6 out of 10. Three stars out of five. And... Don't know what that has to do with anything. But okay. Hey, bro, you're right. My fault. Let's move on. Uh, let's go ahead. We got the matchup number six. We have the number six seed, The Irishman, versus the number 11 seed, uh, Casino. Um. We have The Irishman, released in 2019, directed by Martin Scorsese, written by Steven Zylon, and starring Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, and Steven Graham. Listen, Frank, things have gotten out of hand with our friend again. And some people are having serious problems with him. And uh, it's at a point where you're going to have to talk to him and tell him it's what it is. What it is? Yes, it's what they want. It's where it's got. And we have Casino. Released in 1995, directed by Martin Scorsese, written by Martin Scorsese and Nicholas Pileggi, starring Robert De Niro again, Sharon Stone, Joe Pesci again, and James Woods. In Vegas, everybody's got to watch everybody else. Since the players are looking to beat the casino, the dealers are watching the players. The boxmen are watching the dealers. The floormen are watching the boxmen. The pit bosses are watching the floormen. The shift bosses are watching the pit bosses. The casino manager is watching the shift bosses. I'm watching the casino manager. And the eye in the sky is watching us all. This, I, I, I would say this is probably the hardest matchup of the day. I don't know what the last few look like. But thus far, this is definitely the hardest one. Big facts. I think it's the hardest one by Cause, far. Because this is, this is coincidentally. I think both these, of these got 9.5s out of 10, if not 10s out of 10. Uh, I know the Irishman is a 10 out of 10 for me. And the and Casino, since the only Casino's time I've watched it. for me. Casino is only a 9 out of 10. Like, I'd have to revisit it. But I'm almost certain once I rewatch it, it's going to move up to a 10 out of 10. Yeah. Um, And it just, it sucks. Because both of these movies, I feel like, are better than Goodfellas. And... It's 
and now they have to face each other in the first round. Like, that's just, that's really, ain't that a fucking bitch, man. Wow, that's such colorful language. But, um, fuck. It's like, I like the packaging of Casino more than I do in The Irishman. You know, that it's wrapped in, you know, Vegas and the gaming um, world and just the color and the cast. But The Irishman, what I love about that, it's such a generational story where it follows, you know, this guy at the beginning of his career as a gangster to the end. It really dives deep into how it affects his family, his children, you know, the people around him. And it's just around um, Frank Sheeran, uh, Robert De Niro's character. It's just so good. So good, and so is Casino. But I have to give it to the Irishman. The Irishman, yeah, yeah, it's such a layered story, and it's so fucking good. That I'm right there with you. It's gotta go. The Irishman. I, I will say, see, you know, hearing words like, and I, I don't know, maybe I could be misremembering, but I really feel like I've heard words like flashy and entertaining, like paired with Goodfellas, and it just doesn't make sense to me because five years later he made fucking Casino, like a movie that's set in. Las Vegas, like one of the flashiest yeah. cities in the country. Like I don't really get right. how I, I I think it's night and day basically. Like the the level of flash. Like there's this like this the montage or not the montage the sequence where he's um kind of uh, Ace Robert De Niro's character. He's running through like the way the casino works. It's just like it's edited so like uh, the the rhythm of that scene is just so top notch and it's just it just that feels like it has a lot more energy than what goodfellas has and i don't know like i said i can really i like the way you put that like i like the the packaging behind casino more because it is just a, a cooler more fun story but like you said the irishman is i think it's 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 more contemplative like it's very much like you have to sit and think with what's been going on and it feels like what a word, contemplative. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. Um, but what does I, that it's, mean? It's, I mean, to, it's basically a form of contemplate. Like you have to sit and think with what you've seen. Got you. Nice. And you know, for us that don't, you don't have that grasp of the human language like you do. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, but no, it's like a lot of the people feel like this. The Irishman feels almost like an unofficial seek like an unofficial ending to a trilogy an unofficial trilogy the trilogy being goodfellas casino the irishman because it feels like it's a very different vibe than the previous two good uh gangster movies this one is very much like you said it's generational and it kind of deals with what that life does to people and how a lot of people end up just getting involved in it and ultimately it leads to untimely and unfortunate demises. And then by the end of it, you're with a character who has nothing left. Like his family doesn't care. Like his daughters don't love him anymore, or at least one of them doesn't. The other ones are just kind of like, uh, they were, they're regretful of their relationship and they, he just doesn't understand it. And it's just so hard and sad. And it's just so, uh, uh, touching to watch. And I think, for all those reasons, I think the Irishman is uh, better, which is why um, it's, it's definitely going to move on. So, uh, but yeah, this is, like I said earlier, this is just a tough matchup. Like, I hate that these two had to see each other. But, um, so early. But, hey, this is, this, this is like a Final Four level matchup right here. And yet, it's the damn Sweet 16. Hey, man, I guess that's just how the cookie crumbles. 
moving on. We have uh, the seventh matchup. We have the number seven seed, Miller's Crossing, versus the number 10 seed, Scarface. Uh, Miller's Crossing, released in 1990. Uh, directed by Joel Cohen. Written by Joel Cohen and Ethan Cohen. Uh, starring Gabriel Byrne, Albert Finney, John Polito, and Marsha Gay Harden. You want to know why I'm putting you square with Lazar? Not particularly. I want everybody to be friends. I do this. You're friends with Lazar. He's friends with you. You're friends with me. All you got to do to show you're a friend is give me Bernie Burnbaum. So the deal is I give you Bernie, smooth it over with Leon, you bail me out with Lazar. Yeah. Then we're all friends again. <laughs> you, me, Leo, the Danes. We can maybe have tea sometime. Come on, Eddie. Friends is a mental state. And we have Scarface. Released in 1983, directed by Brian De Palma, written by Oliver Stone and Armitage Trail, starring Al Pacino, Stephen Bauer, Michelle Pfeiffer, and Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio. What I thought that this country, you gotta make the money first. Then when you get the money, you get the power. Then when you get the power, then you get the woman. That's why you gotta make your own moves. Now. This is this is a tough one personally because I you know Miller I'm here yeah, for Miller's Crossing. Both of these Miller's Crossing yeah. goes hard. Miller, Miller's Crossing is so slept on, and I hate that I haven't had a chance to revisit it since I watched it the first time. But the Coens I mean, can keep it. The Coens, <laughs> fuck you. The Coens are great. Uh, Miller's Crossing is great. Gabriel Byrne is great. Like ugh, so much great shit about that. But by that same token, Al Pacino is also great. Brian De Palma. He's fine. I don't really. I didn't care for the Untouchables, but Scarface was really cool. So, you know, uh, I haven't seen. He's done a lot of stuff I haven't seen. So, but I say all that to say I'm torn. Uh, it's crazy. I'm the complete opposite because it's just like both of these movies are probably towards the middle of the pack, bottom of my list. More so, Miller Crossing is bottom. More, uh, more so than Scarface is in the middle. But oh, I fucking know. I remember you fucking. <sighs> blaspheming against Miller's Crossing. Uh, it's just... You know, you, we all, you all know my issues with Scarface and, and the tumultuous relationship I have with that film. Um, <laughs> we also know well. the issues I have with, with Miller's Crossing. Oh, man. I'm, my pick will be Scarface, but I'm willing to kind of take whatever you go with. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of interested to see how you landed on Miller's Crossing, given that, you know, when we did this before, you had to cut all this, but when you did this before, you cut Scarface. We cut Miller's Crossing. So I'd love to know how you did that and did not revisit Miller's Crossing. So, um, yeah. yeah I, I don't know. I don't know. I um, I probably won't cut that just because it's, it's, it's valuable to the Yeah, I already know our deal. So yeah, yeah. yeah, they they fucking know this this ain't this ain't yeah. our first rodeo, but so genuine... I was gonna go Scarface because like it already won, and like I think I do take Scarface over Miller's Crossing, but you're going Miller's Crossing, so here we are, crossroads again. Uh, yeah, because coincidentally we've done this before, and yet we've come up with different answers a couple times already. So like, how the fuck did that happen? Um, yeah, just give uh, me a reason to take Miller's Crossing, and I'll, I'll rock with you there. And honestly, like, in full transparency, I don't remember why. Like, we, I don't remember why we picked Scarface over over Miller's Crossing in the first place. Uh, probably because, if I had to guess, I'd say it's Iconicism. Just because Miller's Crossing is, or Scarface is, like, 
is a staple of this genre. It's what people think about. A lot of people at least think about when they think of like the crime and gangster uh, side of things. So I, I I don't know. Like I, quite frankly, I love both of these. Or I'm not gonna say love. Uh yeah, I, I really like both of these. Um, but I mean, I'm not. I think maybe Al Pacino might be what knocks, what brings Scarface, elevates Scarface a little bit. Even though Gabriel Byrne is. Uh, arguably just as good, uh, just albeit in a very different role. But I still think, I, I think it's, um, I, I think I'm a ghost Scarface. I think we can go Scarface. Bet. bet. I respect it. Bet, bet, bet. So, the last matchup of the day. Wow. I don't, I'm not looking at the time, but it feels like we blew through these. Uh, and now, the last matchup of the day. We have matchup number eight. The 8 seed, Heat, versus the 9 seed, The Godfather. Uh, you have Heat, released in 1995, directed by Michael Mann, written by Michael Mann, starring Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, Val Kilmer, and John Voight. Guy told me one time, don't let yourself get attached to anything you are not willing to walk out on in 30 seconds flat if you feel the heat around a corner. And then you have The Godfather, released in 1972, directed by Francis Ford Coppola, written by Francis Ford Coppola, and uh, Mario Puzo, starring Marlon Brando, Al Pacino, James Caan, and Richard S. Castellano. You spend time with your family? Sure I do. Good. Because a man who doesn't spend time with his family can never be a real man. You look terrible. I want you to eat. I want you to rest well, and a month from now, this Hollywood big shot's gonna give you what you want. It's too late. They start shooting in a week. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna just get this out there. Heat, I love Heat. I think Heat is fucking amazing. Uh, just like <laughs> dare Denise- you say it's Heat? <laughs> that bullshit was. <laughs> i'm mad that i'm actually laughing like i was that was actually fucking funny anyway um al pacino and de niro being like against each other alone makes this movie a fucking eight eight out of ten for me but the godfather being the godfather i think is um i i, I don't yeah. know i i genuinely can't give a compelling argument as to why he should be uh, should beat the godfather it's also pretty interesting that the godfather is seated number nine because if you guys will remember we took the average rotten tomato score we took the average of the critic score and the audience score and got them uh or no we took the credit score and the audience score and averaged them out to get their their average score duh and then uh rank them in order of that and so it's it's really strange that the godfather is the ninth um, it, I guess that just goes to show Rotten Tomatoes doesn't like The Godfather as much as it does other movies. Um, I, I, I don't really know. That's just an interesting thing to me. I certainly don't think that's where it should be, but hey, I don't make the rules. Well, kind of do, but I don't make the Rotten Tomatoes rules for that matter. Um, yeah, so I, I'm going to just be frank. I think Heat is amazing. Heat is so fucking fun. But 
the Godfather. I think it's just I, I like I said, I don't know if there's ever I don't I don't know if there's a a legitimate thing that someone could say to prove that the Godfather does not deserve to beat Heat. I agree. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's uh you'd be hard pressed telling me that like Heat is above Godfather, although Heat is fucking phenomenal. Um, I'm so glad you came around on that. Yeah, oh yeah, Heat is yeah, Heat's great. Man, if y'all if y'all if y'all would hear the, the conversations we would have before we started recording and we were still trying to figure out what we were how we were gonna uh pick these these movies. This nigga cap. here, man, he, he was tripping on he he was like, Man, I don't know, man, I don't know. I don't think it should be up there. He's trying to pull in some bullshit like a Bronx tale. Nigga, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Man, if you don't get hey. that bullshit out of my face. <laughs> Look, bro, we ain't got to talk about it again, but a Bronx Tale is is is, is good. I like a Bronx Tale. I you do, too. Hate you I hate children. Too. You hate any movie that's children, bro. <laughs> <laughs> any movie that's children, bro. Took you a minute to get into it. You know, you don't fuck with you don't fuck with the Floor Project. It's crazy. You hate kids for being kids. Like, motherfucker, like, what? what you want them to do <laughs> no okay i don't hate kids for being kids like kids being kids whatever that's fine that's whatever that's no it isn't it's not fine no they're it's not being fine. kids what do you mean kids being kids is fine what the hell Mm-mm. no no <laughs> shit got vid continue Motherfucker, I'm so glad we're not in the same room, bro, because that just sneezes everywhere. <laughs> you got the vaccine. You good. You got the vaccine. Bro, I got it today. It don't kick in for another two days <laughs> or two weeks. I'm tripping. Oh, you ain't get va- you ain't get the vaccine plus. I'm going to start off like as <laughs> soon as you get that hope. Yeah, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm not a... Uh, fuck not a I got Johnson & Johnson. <laughs> Never that, nigga. <laughs> I get that vaccine plus. Bro, I just got the standard vaccine. I didn't get vaccine plus. I didn't get Vaxi Premium. But... <laughs> I got Vaxi Pro. <laughs> hey man, are we are we going ahead and moving on with the Godfather? Yeah man, let's let's go Godfather man. You know. All right, fair enough. You want Charles? You want Charles' names again? Uh, which, no. Which ones? Bro, you struggling with one of them names, bro? You still struggle. Bro, Puta, why is this it? No, why? No, let's move on. <laughs> I'm so glad I missed you saying that. <laughs> Bro, I, was, I was looking dead at the camera. I was waiting to see your reaction when you said it, but you weren't paying attention. That shit was so Bro, I knew it was coming, but I was trying to ignore it, bro, because I, I don't know why I hate when you say that word. <laughs> it feels like a curse word. I'm like, bro, don't say that no, no more. <laughs> Excuse me. Bro, again. <laughs> Bless, Bless you. Thank you. Bless you three times. <laughs> Did you just say bless me? Yeah, bro. Hey man, I'm not. Hey man, I'm done. We we done. Hey man, I like your glasses. Well, shout out to the Godfather for moving on. Hey, thanks, bro. Appreciate that. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. They can't see, but the the glass is kind of hard. The glass is kind of hard. But yeah, shout out to the Godfather. Hey, um. It. Uh. Yeah. Let's go ahead and just uh, shout out everything that went today. We got a shout out to on the waterfront. Shout out to Goodfellas. Uh, shout out Pulp Fiction. Shout out Reservoir Dogs. Shout out uh, the Untouchables, I guess. Uh, 
Shout out the Irishman. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Look, look, look here. Look here. You will say the winners with all the inflation and all the respect for every winner we have. Nigga, I don't understand what your damn problem is. Oh, uh, my bad. Shout out the Untouchables. Shout out the Irishman. Uh, shout out Scarface. And shout out the Godfather. Uh, so matchups, just a sneak peek into next week's episode for uh, at least the Elite Eight. Then we'll do the Final Four. So we don't know what the Final Four matchups will be, but the Elite Eight matchups we have uh, on the waterfront versus the Godfather, uh, Reservoir Dogs versus the Untouchables, Goodfellas versus Scarface, and uh, the Irishman versus Pulp Fiction. So we'll see what the fuck happens there, folks. Um, it's be pretty interesting. Untouchables uh, gonna win the whole thing. Watch. I'll be. I'll be. I'll be damned. I will be. <laughs> I'll be. Da- I'll, I'll sooner not release the last episode and let that fucking shit win. It's like that. Yes, it's like that. Yes, it's like that. Get that fuck ass shit out of here. Anyway, um, yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, I know I had a good time. It's good getting down, sitting down, recording with you again, man. We got. Actually, we ain't get down. Like, don't don't say that. <laughs> yeah, I fucking hate you, bro. Anyway, uh, got. Falcon and Winter Soldier, wrapping up tomorrow. Really excited for that. We're going to be recording an episode, putting that out on Monday. Then on Thursday, you got episode seven coming out. Um, and then, you know, we going to come out from there, nigga. Uh, the Oscars coming out. Nah, it's actually going to be coming out a week from now. A couple weeks. Um, am I missing anything? Nope. Uh, hey, let, you, let us know what you guys think about your thoughts on... Let us know what you think about your thoughts. I was fucking stupid. See, this is why I suck as a host. Anyway. Hey, bro, you don't suck. Hey, man, I appreciate you. You so you, you keep me centered. You keep me you keep me solid. You're my rock. You're my oxygen. I can't live without you. Bro, move on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let us know what you <laughs> let us know what y'all think about uh, these matchups. What do you think should have won? What do you think should have lost? Um, uh, are we tripping? Should the gentleman have beat Goodfellas? Uh, is Cyrus tripping? Should the Departed have beat the Untouchables? Uh, should Heat have beat the Godfather? Let us know. Um, you know, we'd love to hear back from y'all. Let us know how you were, th- how you're feeling about the show thus far. Wise guys and mob ties. Uh, I know I'm loving it. I hope y'all are loving it. Uh, I'm loving it too. Hey. I'm loving it. Uh, hey, man. Y'all can follow the show on Instagram at uh, brackets underscore B-rolls. Um, I'm not going to plug the Twitter anymore <laughs> just because it's there. Uh, y'all can go look for it if you want, but you're not going to find anything. And until we can get that worked out, I'm just not going to. I'm just going to avoid plugging it because no reason getting people's hopes up. <laughs> Uh-oh, you can hey, find but we every- should live tweet during the Oscars. Bro, that's actually not a bad idea. That is not a bad idea. We can talk through that. Um, maybe we can live tweet through the through the through the finale of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Actually, no, that's not that stupid. At I'm, three in the morning, because that's I, when I'm watching it. So I'm, I, I apologize, folks. That was a stupid comment. Again, I suck as a host. Anyway, um, again, like I said at the top of the episode, leave us five star ratings and reviews on the Apple Podcast app. Uh, I don't think that there's any other way to express your interest in the show on any other platform i think apple podcast the only one that does that uh but
but I think that's about it. Uh, again, like I said, you can find it. You can find the show anywhere you listen to podcasts. Or if you're already listening to it, then you already know that. Um, like I said, check us out on Instagram. We do daily tournaments over there. Uh, we also post information about the show. That's basically it. That's all you really need to know. Uh, where can they find you at, Quattro? You can catch me on Instagram at Quattro IV with the period between the C and the U, spelling that C period, U A T R O I V. You can catch me on Twitter, which I've been getting a lot more active on. You, you uh, have, you have. I, I, I really made a, cons- a, a an effort to to do better with Twitter. Yes, I I, so, I respect that. You've you've taken the you've taken that step, and all the all those like times I gave you tweets, but okay. Um, <laughs> what you say? If you respect it, like my tweets. Well, I, I just love how the fact y'all told me to get active on Twitter. Because y'all send me shit and want to want to want to engage on Twitter, but then I start using Twitter and motherfuckers don't want to engage. Don't send well, me shit no more. Bro, I don't see. I, first of all, I don't see most of your tweets, and if I see any of your tweets, I like them. And you and and you interact with my tweets, so I know you be on Twitter, and I just haven't seen it. And honestly, I forget that you have Twitter. I will be more active in my sending you shit on Twitter. All right, thank you, bro. Cause I'll be, I'll be, I was, I'll be waiting on so I'll be like, y'all be sending me funny stuff. You know, I'm ready to engage. But yeah, you catch me on Twitter at Red Kool Aid three one seven. Hey, that's what's up, man. You can find me on the gram at flyguy.tie, two eyes and fly. You can find me on Twitter at flyguy.tie seven, two eyes and fly. Again, of course, shout out to all my soup cast family. Um, fun fact, I've been considering renewing that. Uh, the subscription, getting those episodes back out there, just letting people, giving people the opportunity to go back and listen to those if they if they want to. Bro, yes. uh, still thinking about it. Might do it. We'll see. Let y'all know if I do. Uh, but that's about it. Thanks for tuning in this week, folks. Uh, we'll see y'all next time. What the fuck is up, everybody? It's Ty. I'm just letting you guys know there was a slight change in plans. Uh, no new episode of Wise Guys and Mob Ties next week. You can still keep on the lookout for our under review of the Oscars, though. But uh, yeah, no episode of Wise Guys and Mob Ties next week. Instead, we'll be coming at you guys with episode eight the following week. Uh, stay hot, stay sexy, and shout out to any Soupcast fans who remember this music from the early days. Peace. Uh, again? Stay safe, wear your mask, wash your hands. Uh, you believe that type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. No, that, that whole that whole very much so real. Please wear your mask. Please, please, people. We almost there. The light is at the end of the tunnel. The light is right. Also, there. real quick, just real quick. Um, if any of the, of the listeners out there are members of a gym, they they make a very um there's a lot of numbers and science to why they put things where they put them. There's no need for you to move them from one point of the gym to the other side. There's just, there's just literally no reason. So, you know, if you cannot do that, that'd be great. Appreciate it. Hey, uh, Cyrus works at a gym. In case y'all, <laughs> in case y'all, bruh, I tell. just like don't understand. Like, bro, like there, we have this empty ass room for mats and shit that you should use the mats in there in that room. Why is the mats and strength training all the way on the other side of the gym? Then now I have to walk all the way back to the other side of the gym. <laughs> just, uh yeah what cyrus said don't be moving shit around at the gym because you make it harder for the employees there to be working hard and busting their ass ain't that right quattro damn right ty damn right <laughs>
But uh, that's all, folks. Again, thanks for checking us out. Uh, but without further ado, brackets and, and B rolls. B -rolls.